welcome, welcome to another episode of Dr. Dallas Unleashed. I am Dr. Dallas and I'm really excited because we have a couple guests here that we don't have very often and one who has never been on. So our first guest is going to be Alex. Alex, say hello. Hi, hello. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, and for those of you guys who don't know, Alex is the husband of April, who is also joining us today. April, say hello. Hi, guys. And uh, to remind everybody, April's our surgical tech. She's the one who helps me in the operating room. She passes out the instruments and just make sure I don't mess up of any sort, right? (laughs) Yeah, we don't leave anything off. We don't do anything wrong. She's like my right hand man woman, woman yeah woman so she's uh she's here with us today and of course dr rejuvenation i'm back so uh thank you everybody i'm i'm really excited because you know we have alex here and, and alex is going to give us uh, a little perspective of just being a guy uh you know and his perspective on cosmetic surgery because as we know april had a cosmetic surgery yes it did and uh, we'll get a little bit into that but i wanted to you know ask alex and april a little bit about how you guys met because it's not so dissimilar from myself and Dr. Rejuvenation. Crazy. Our beautiful love story. Uh, I think we it's have so just, much in common. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'd like to hear kind of April's version and maybe we'll go to Alex to see if there's any sort of um, mismatch or it's exactly the same or you can correct her, vice versa. So, April, how did you guys meet? Because you guys met when you guys were in high school, right? We were young, man. So, um, I had moved from my dad's house and my mom's house and she lived in Aubrey. And so I first met. In Aubrey is a yeah. small Texas town. Very small Texas town. We had 100 people in our That's graduating That's a country class. town. Yeah. And, and You'll hear it come out when I talk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all. Uh, so, uh, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. So, I met him. The first time I ever laid eyes on him was in our freshman biology class with Miss Wimbrow. And what caught your eye about it? Was it his handsome haircut or eyes, bulging muscles? What was it? He was super tan. He sagged his pants a little bit, had the studded. Okay, he used to wear all black with all black Converse at the time. <laughs> and he had the studded black belt that he would like wrap around. And then his hair was like all spiky. He, he looked good. It was a was Southern a California look I brought. Yeah, <laughs> he looked like a ninja. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a cutie. <laughs> so he it was, was the looks that got you, that little uh, For sure. California sun-kissed uh, skin. Not and, to mention uh, he was a big flirt. He was a big flirt. Oh yeah. yeah, I think I showed you my butt at one time. Yeah, you did. Because we had stools, so we sat on stools. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, this is intentional. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, man. yeah. He would you lean over flirting with like, all the ladies. No. And so I mean, you know, yeah, I think I think it'd be helpful, that April. Was great flirting, by the way, right? <laughs> <laughs> April, worked. if you can uh, describe Alex for us, because I'm sure all our listeners just want to know, you know, your handsome husband, <laughs> what he looks like, and um, you know, of course, you can describe yourself, but I want to see, and then Alex, you can correct her. You can be like, nope. I have larger pecs than that. My hair is a little bit nicer than that. But what is what what is it? Uh, or describe Alex for everybody. So he is. I want to say five eight. Even though he likes to say he's five five, he's not. He's about five eight. He's tall. He's, no, he's yeah, I wouldn't taller. Say. He's taller than yeah. five eight. No, he's you not. Look like you're taller than he's five not. eight. He's not five eight. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. How, how I'm, tall are you, babe? I'm like five six. Mm, okay, yeah. so three I quarters. Five. When you're when you know when you're my height, every quarter. When you're in boots, you're like five eight. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give that's you a okay. I'm on the wrong side of six foot two. Um, but go ahead. He's got dark hair, dark eyes, olive skin tone. And he has that like nice side part that like swoops back to the side. Kind of short, a a high and tight on the yeah. sides. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. He goes high yeah. and, more high and tight than you do just because his military background. He doesn't like a lot of right. Um, He's got tattoos, nice tattoos that we've spent a lot And he's in on. shape. He's got muscles. Super um, cut. Yeah. You know, super ripped. Well, he's ripped. in a dad bod right now, but. 
That's okay. Still His dad bod, dad bod still looks like uh, <laughs> I'd rather have that dad bod than my dad bod. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know, he's a handsome young man, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of got you attracted to him. So you're in history class. How do you start approaching biology. this? Biology. Oh, biology. Class. So how do so you approach about you know a guy female. that you like? Um, I didn't. I don't think I ever approached you. I you came to me. No, I think for a while there until really our junior year was more of just friendship, flirting, and. I had a boyfriend. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. We pass notes all the time. But I had a boyfriend and he had a girlfriend and he would pull me out of class. He would like wave at me, pull me out of class. And then he'd walk me down the hallway. Me, I'm a dum-dum and didn't realize what period my boyfriend was in. And he would give me hugs and like, (laughs) he would give me hugs and like pull his hands like through my hair on the side part. And then he'd lean over the door and my boyfriend would be staring right at us. And he'd be like, where's your girlfriend? Well, I don't know, probably another class. Oh, my <laughs> oh dear! So he was flirt, you know, a oh, big yeah. flirt, and yes, uh, he was a big flirt. So you were going out with a another girl. Mm-hmm. At the I time. was, and um, <laughs> but yeah, but you you kind of let know you let April know that you were still, you know, had you, the hots for her. Yeah, oh, for sure. That you thought she was also good looking, and that you were interested. And I mean, there was anything you did to let him know that? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. We had, picking up what you're throwing um, down. Uh, we had a bet our sophomore year. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the bet. So our bet was, so I I was a very nice, sweet girl. I did not talk to a lot of boys, <laughs> okay? So I was very innocent, and he was not. And so our bet was, if I hadn't lost my virginity by senior year, that I would lose my virginity to him my senior year of high school. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that, that's that, what we learned about April uh, today. That's that's what, that, he well, asked, and I agreed. I was like, yeah, that's fine. So that's like <laughs> Harry met Sally, remember? It was a more married thing, not like, okay, if I haven't had sex i'm gonna have sex with you it was more like if i haven't married by the time i'm this oh, age right. it's sort of like harry met sally mm-hmm. that movie but in, in your case it was like if you haven't um that time we graduated banged anybody by <laughs> then i'll you know we'll do that can i say bang bang yeah, is can. not that's a little bit old school bang, she bang. <laughs> that's what i think of um because it sounds like alex was already experienced um, so yes. He was just running through all those hood rats, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's terrible Good to say. Answer. No, high school. You know, he was experienced and he had, um, you know, girlfriends, but you were the innocent one. So yeah. what happened? So did senior year come around? and Senior year came around and we started dating. So what made forward. you decide to say it was okay to start dating? Um, I was single at the time. I had come off a really hard breakup from my first serious relationship and he was... There to clowning around with some other pick chicks. up the, the, <laughs> so the pieces, right? But he would always come over, so he'd he was still dating. Like when we were talking, when we first started talking, he was still dating some other chick, but would be at my house every night, and we'd sit outside and we'd look at the stars and we'd have serious life conversations as you know we were seniors. Aww. So what, what were you, Alex? What were you thinking at this time? I mean, she just comes off a breakup. What were you thinking? This is my time to swoop, swoop in. in. Well, I was always attracted to her, um, but of course, like she's saying, I did sample everyone and, <laughs> i mean i was 17 and 18 what do you, yeah. what do, you do bro he's he a guy way I, I get it i don't know yeah. if get i can say this system. but i mean you know dumb fun was it you dumb, can say fun, you can say broke high school kids yeah. that's young, what we no, were young, young dumb, dumb full of cum there yeah. you go i know that one <laughs> yeah, young that. dumb full of cum yeah and guys at that age that's you know they look at a girl and that's probably the first thing they they think about right How, can i get her in the sack yeah. it's not like you're thinking oh this is someone who could be the mother of my child you're probably no. just uh, trying to spread your seed everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I actually had to leave the current girlfriend at that time. Okay. 
at a certain time. And I knew that I could still go over to April's and hang out with her and talk to her. So that's what I did. <laughs> so you had so a girlfriend. Strategic. Yeah, that was strategic. So uh, w- what happened to this other girlfriend? Did she find out? Did you keep that a secret or? Oh, that's another story about my family. But uh, basically it got out that my stepdad told, told her dad that I was just using her for sex. And so, yeah, <gasps> that ended real quick. Whoa. <laughs> dad. <laughs> Your stepdad did my this? My stepdad, yeah. To be oh. fair, though, his parents didn't know that he was not a virgin anymore. And so when they found out that he had had sex with this one girlfriend, his mom was like flabbergasted because she really wasn't that pretty. And he had had prettier before. But he had also had sex before her and she didn't know that. So they were like really upset about it. And so, Todd came along and was like, no, bro, you're, but, <laughs> your son's been... So football ended up winding down and that was a big thing. We had um, here in, just north of us, Salina was a huge football coach winning his fall time. He came out of retirement and... Anyway, he had a lot of rules, and one of them was not being able to date during the season. But we did. Oh, we did. come on. Yeah. But we did. Well, it yeah. got closer to the end, and you know, and then we just started dating mm-hmm. from there, and here we are now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so then you guys dated for how long before you like proposed? We Two years. No, lies. A year and a half. Lies. <laughs> lies. <laughs> lies. Lies. We started dating November 9th, 2000. No, November 11, 2009. And you proposed to me How on. How do you remember the month and the it was day? Like the elephant brain. Yes, I can't. And remember you proposed the dates. to me on February twenty fourth of two thousand and ten. Two thousand ten, two thousand eleven ish. That was quick. Yeah. No, you left in two thousand ten, so you proposed to me in two thousand eleven. So young love. I mean, high school sweethearts, and then you guys get married shortly after. Co- I mean, uh, high school. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so it was what, two years after high school? Yeah. So we started dating when I was 17 and we got married when I was 20. We got married 10 Damn. years after I turned 20. And then Alex, I understand you went, you were in the military for a little bit, right? Straight yes. from high school and then joined the military? Yes. And so when I got back from, you know, boot camp and all that, you had yeah. a little in between time. So before I went back out to um, schooling, other training and then schooling, you know, yeah. asked, asked the question. Wow. <laughs> So, um, and that was, uh, 18 and then in the Marine Corps right afterwards, right? Right. Wow. That's, that's cool. And you traveled all over the place and where most of us just kind of stuck around here. I mean, those life experiences, I'm sure. I got, yeah, I got to experience Africa and Alaska. So, Mm -hmm. wow. And then, so this was long distance relationship, right? No, those are just trainings. Um, so we were long distance while you're in boot camp, while you're in schooling. And then when you came back, you came back. But yeah. we were long distance. So I, I guess over you could say all the training was right. over a year over or so. Over a year. Yeah. So now here we are in 2019. You guys have been married for how many years? We've been married for seven, but we've been together for 10. And now you have a beautiful young daughter who's yep. uh, one. Yeah, She's 18 months. 18 half, months. Yeah. Light of their lives. And, yeah, uh, mine too. Yeah. <laughs> Love but her. Uh, but you know the the whole dating and the initial sounds very similar to Doctor Rejuvenation and I, where you know I was going out with a girl just like Alex was before I started dating Doctor Rejuvenation, and um, you know I broke up with that girl, and um, you know I thought great, this is a perfect time to to date uh, Doctor Doctor Wen, and she gave me the big no, you like, are not, not ready. ready. You're not ready. Just like April says, you're not ready. Like she didn't want to be the rebound girl. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I said not ready way long. So he tried to date me twice. Yeah. Senior year, I caved. Sophomore year, before I had dated my first serious relationship, dude, he had broken up with his first serious relationship and kind of was trying to get at it. And I was like, 
maybe not. And then he moved on to a girl real quick. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. oh, glad so I, you're right. Glad I escaped that one. <laughs> so yeah, the same with Dr. Great. You know, when she wow. just thought I was going to, you know, she was going to be the rebound person mm-hmm. and that, you know, it wasn't going to be taken seriously. But is that what you were thinking that somehow I wasn't, why wasn't I ready? Because I felt I was ready. Why weren't you You've ready? You've just gotten out of a long relationship. So I wanted to make sure you were certain, had dated other people. And mind you, I was dating other people too. And so I was like, okay, you know, get it out of your system now. Because I don't have time to play games. Like <laughs> Timing, I feel like timing is super important yeah. too. Like, but we, I felt like I was ready. You and know? you probably I felt, were ready. I felt weird that you were somehow of girls telling me like, oh, I know <laughs> you, you better than you. Me. And, uh, you know, that I needed to somehow, I mean, basically you were telling me, go sample the buffet yes, before you come back to me. Yes. And I'm like, I don't want to sample the buffet. You sure did sample. I know this, <laughs> I know the specialty plate that I want. And she's like, no, go, go. So it was weird. So I was like, okay, well, and what am I going to do? I'm just, you know, I'm not going to sit there pining away. But what if that's what she wanted? She what wanted if she wanted to- you to like. Hardcore. No, I know yeah. this is what I want. Yeah. I'm standing my ground. So she wanted me to, to run through some more hood rats, basically. No, she didn't. She. I'm saying, what if she was telling you, go sample, and then that's when you're supposed to be like, but I don't, like you said, but I don't want to. So don't sample. Well, that's what I thought I told you. I said, you know, like, I am ready. I think this would be a great thing. And she's like, nope. No, nope. you're not ready. <laughs> yeah. How long did it take before it all came around and... Probably not that long. Maybe like six, six months, six to I eight. thought more like a year. Felt like a year. <laughs> he said he chased you for like a year. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So essentially it was like a project. You know, I always talk yeah. about like when you go out with a girl and sort of like a project because you got to try really hard. And, um, you know, I was I was good with a project. But I think towards the end, I was getting tired of the project. I was like, oh, man, just making it so hard. But you were still so in hard. it to win it. So then I was like, all right, But now it was kind of close to me I being know. like, you and know, I, I'll I go do. ahead and take an F on this assignment and move on <laughs> to the next one because... You know, she was, tough, she was a tough. She was a tough. It's like uh, American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, had gone through all. I had the to hurdles. Climb, climb Mount Fujima or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> and finally made it. But yeah, it took about a year, and this was medical school, mind you. So yeah. you know, we were we were spending a lot of time together, anyways. You know, we were spending those hours and hours studying in school. So um, yeah, I mean, I kind of knew that eventually, but um, she was just making me wait. Maybe she so, liked you chasing her. Yeah, did you like the chase? Yeah. You just wanted to feel like, oh, this this person really wants me? I wanted to be confident that you were ready. So what happens if I found somebody else and I just started dating them? And And it wasn't meant to be. You would have so you would have let yeah. you would have let me go. It wasn't meant just to be. Just on the off chance that I might have found somebody who, you know, I would have dated. You would have been okay. You just you wouldn't have chased me at any point. Probably not. Oh my God. <laughs> Because I, I honestly would have felt like it wasn't meant to be. Like our stars didn't align. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, um, oh, he's so heartbroken. I'm kind of sad that, that it was, <laughs> we were brought back together. But that's not but what hey, happened. So now, right? obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's beautiful be. boys. See? Yeah. But 13 um, years later, I feel kind of sad that you, you wouldn't have tried a little bit to chase me, that it was all me chasing you, that there wasn't a little bit of like, She's okay, old I came like that, back though. around. Remember, I came back around. No, there was still me, <laughs> still me pushing forward, and then you know, so I'm a little sad that I didn't get a little bit of chase. Never felt like Dr. I am Wayne old school that way, chasing me. Yes. So, 
Um, but you know, now we're here. It paid off. We have two young boys Mm -hmm. and, uh, you guys have a a young girl Mm -hmm. and, um, now we both enjoy the, the Mm. misery of waking up to little kids (laughs) screaming and crying and pooping and diapers. But, um, but the other thing I want to get to is talking a little bit about, um, you know, kind of plastic surgery and kind of getting, you know, obviously I'm, I'm the guy, but I'm the plastic surgeon. But Alex, you know, kind of getting his perspective on plastic surgery. April's had something. Um, wanted to get a little bit of, you know, when April first approached you, what was it like? What were your first thoughts when she said, hey, I'm thinking about this for yeah. me? What was your or maybe April, you can tell me how you first approached it with uh, with Alex. That I don't remember. So you can take Alex, the lead on do you that remember? one. I yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it was just more of, hey, this is what I'm thinking. And I had wanted a boob job for years, though. Yeah. For ye- like years. And because like, knowing that, you know, I just, yeah, support and go for so it. So it wasn't something like, uh, April, nope, don't want you to do it. You look great. I love you. Well, yeah. no, I mean, it was, hey, you, you don't need it. But right. if that's what you want to do, I'm here to support you. Yeah, no. there was a big conversation on, are you doing this because of me? Do you think I'm not attracted to you? Because I'm totally attracted to you. Oh, like, yeah. I don't that want you to, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want you to make, you know, make you feel lesser of yourself. Like this, this needs to be 100% for you. Because if it's at all for me, then I don't want you to do it. Yeah. I think those are all the the right things, the healthy things that you tell, um, you know, your significant other about plastic surgery. Because, right. you know, I've told stories about people when I see them in the office, sometimes just even like the past week, I've had guys where a woman comes in and she, you know, she might need a breast augmentation, breast lift, but the guy does all the talking, which is really He's weird. Like, this is what I want. Right. They're always saying, um, well, you know, I want the cleavage to be like this and I, I want the breast pushed in like this and I need this fullness here. And the woman just kind of sitting there while the guys you know so I always feel like it should be a mutual thing but if the guy is the only person talking you know I think there's something kind of weird going on I don't know if it's a you know I'm the man and I need to 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 do everything for the woman Um, I'm the person paying for it you know Mm -hmm. I'm the sugar daddy so that's why I get to decide if she's a C cup D cup and I always worry a little bit because I want that person to especially the woman to feel comfortable so you said all the right things making sure that she does it for all the right reasons. But Dr. Wynn, when you had your breast surgery, um, how, how was that when you asked me? Because I don't really remember a whole bunch if you asked me or not. My I asked me- you. My memory of it was... Oh, I'd love uh, to hear that story. Yes, dear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my memory of when Dr. Rejuvenation came and um, uh, was actually April saying, oh, are you excited because uh, Dr. Wynn's going to be uh, having surgery next week? And he goes, what? What? She's on schedule? So I didn't even know oh she was gosh. on this schedule. This is how I know you don't listen or hear anything I say. And he was yeah. so right? flabbergasted. He goes, what are we doing on her? I go, you're doing a breast dog. But wasn't it real? That, yeah, like, like I did not know. Was like, I was like, are you serious? When so, is she having a consultation? Oh, honey. So tell, I mean, she maybe really? <laughs> maybe you had talked about it, but to like actually formalize it and be like, okay, this day, uh, da, yeah. da, da, or asking, um, well, yeah, tell me your, what did <laughs> you tell me? Of the story. Because apparently I don't remember anything. <laughs> no. Yeah. 
So I had wanted a breast dog for a really, really long time. However, um, my mom had been diagnosed with breast cancer in her late 40s. And so I was very hesitant to have any kind of foreign bodies in my breast. Not that studies show that it increases the risk of developing breast cancer, but just because I was super cautious about that. And so, um, but then after having two children, I became even more deflated and flat as a pancake. And I was just like, all right, this is, it's time. Been there for you. (laughs) So... Um, at that point, I was like, you know what? I really want to have a breast dog. Um, and so I know that he was surprised by that because it wasn't something that he and I had ever really discussed right. before because he knew that I it was not something that was on my radar. So I, it definitely probably took him by surprise and clearly took it out but of I his didn't, memory. But I didn't know <laughs> you didn't tell me that whole thought process about, you know, I knew about your mom, but like you didn't want any foreign devices, blah, blah, blah. I never, right. this is the first, this is the first I'm hearing about that sort yeah. of thought process. Yeah, because we never really... You know, I'd never formalized or vocalized my interest in having one because in my right. mind it was just like, okay, I've, you know, I'll, I'm born with what I have. It is what it is. Right. But I think as I got older and probably after the age of 40, I was like, all right, everyone's got, everything's going south, um, yeah. including my breast. And so then I was just like, you know what? I think I'm just going to jump on board and do it. Okay. Like so when else. did you tell me about this? So then I told you one evening, and I think you were a little <laughs> the night bit surprised. before surgery. Like, oh, I can't eat <laughs> anything not. after midnight. <laughs> so clearly not. But I, you know, obviously, it wasn't much of a discussion because clearly you don't remember having that discussion. So, well, I mean, anyhow. I think I have a pretty good memory, but I don't remember like you know because yeah. usually I don't know if you guys discussed. Was there ever discussion about size, like what you want to be? Was that oh, a discussion? We talked that, about size. Yes, and no. I mean. Did you say, I want April to be, you know, X cup size? Hell no. No, it was just more of, I mean, the hands. I mean, yeah, (laughs) no more than a handful. That's what I was. So like when I was in high school and I was on birth control, a different kind of birth control, sometimes that can make your breast inflate, right? right? So I was at a bigger cup size when we first started dating than even when we got married. And then after I had Paisley, I was at an even smaller cup size. So I just really went back or wanted what back I had when I was 17. Yeah. Right. So, and but I, it, it wasn't like Alex said, um, you know, I want April to be never. a C cup or a D no. cup. It, you kind of left it to her to like whatever you think is comfortable. I am good well, with a handful size. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> actually, I, you know, she asked me and I said, well, what does Dr. Nahara think? You good know? answer. You're the professional. So, that's I, you know, that, I said, yeah, hey, that's I, what I, I said. trust him. That's, that's what true. I said. He said, I trust his opinion. He'll do yeah. I mean, do good. I, I have you guys on Snapchat, just like right. I'm sure a lot of your customer base does. And yeah. That's what I looked at. I saw that, and I and I saw that you were doing a great job, and I yeah. I totally trusted you to make a good mm-hmm. decision. That's I didn't good. think I had to. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> um, but you know, obviously, I think there's some room to be. You know, if someone wanted to be a C cup or a full C, small D, there is we some room. But I think, um, you know, ultimately, if you told me, oh, I want to be like a triple D, I would have um, to no. walk you back a little bit. Yeah. But at least, you know, it was sort of a, a discussion where it was kind of left mostly towards, you know, what you felt comfortable in your body mm-hmm. and then, you know, maybe deferring some to me. I'm not a plastic surgeon who t- typically puts in very, very, very large implants. No, um, we're more conservative. But I think far. that... Um, you know, that's because I know that if you put in a large implant, you can really kind of hurt the internal structure of the breast. And ultimately, those things can sag and that sort of thing. Because there are plenty of people who have 800 cc implants. We did that the other day on yeah, someone. We did. Um, because she already had very Ultra large implants. Profile. But those things, if you think you're not going to have another surgery, you know, in 
five, 10 years, then you're sorely mistaken because mm-hmm. you will need some sort of lift or something to help the skin because you're really putting the strain on uh, the skin on stretch. But with Dr. Rejuvenation, I, I don't remember any discussion about size, mm-hmm. what you felt I thought. I think you kind of based it off I came of, in for my sizing, like the week, probably I that didn't even same know. week. I didn't know about that one either. Correct. And then I think as we got closer to surgery, I was like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. But hey, you know, I trust your opinion. Yeah. Whatever but you this think is, is within going a week, to be like right? appropriate. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but you had your sizing a week or two before surgery? Yeah, yeah, but the discussion of like having surgery was like way prior months before that. But it's okay. You know, can't remember everything. Did you guys do pictures? Busy. Like, did you say okay? Well, let's I put didn't it this way: I never, I didn't examine you formally, meaning that I didn't say okay. Well, these are the measurements. I think some of that was done without me, and then ultimately you we did, did that measurements, love. I did do that because who else would do my measurements? I wouldn't trust anybody like, else to had, do my measurements. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know. Maybe it was another person that was in there. <laughs> Maybe it was Alex, your twin. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so anyways, I guess, so the question is, you know, someone like myself or Alex, you know, having their significant other, I am totally on the same playing field as Alex, where it's kind of like what you felt is comfortable. I mean, there wasn't anything outrageous that you yeah. or April wanted, 800 cc's, mm-hmm. which is the biggest implant Which they I make. we would never do. We, yeah. I we think use, our size our back. the same. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it was a little bit more on the... You know, I wouldn't conservative. say conservative, but it was almost restoring a little bit, you know, kind of maybe where you were mm-hmm. when you were on birth control, maybe adding a little bit more volume than you had. And ultimately, it's about, I think, our wives feeling better about right. themselves, right? And clothing and that sort of thing. Yeah, what just you feel? getting the confidence back for them. and Yeah. And it's not like we're doing anything, you know, crazy. I think, you know, breast augmentation, I think, is just below liposuction as being the most common uh, surgical cosmetic procedure there is in the world, you know, uh, especially at least in the United States, liposuction being number one, breast augmentation being number two. And, um, but you guys did great. So I think the other side of it too, is we're the caretakers, right? We have yep. to take care of them. What was it like when April came home after the breast augmentation? A lot of pain, nausea. What was it like for you? Really? It was just her being tired and she's, she's pretty tough. So she doesn't complain too much, yeah. but I mean, it's, you're it's surgery. You're getting cut open and yeah. you're going to be sore. So, of course, there was times where she was sore, but I got her a little goodie bag. It's on my vlog. So he got me a goodie bag and he gave it to me the morning of surgery. And it had like a hoist drink in it, which has got a lot of electrolytes. And he gave me my favorite candy. Nice and, job, Alex. Yeah. Not knowing Where was my goodie bag, honey? Dr. Dallas. Uh, uh, how about a, a free surgery? <laughs> <laughs> that was your goodie bag. You did a great job. No, I love you. Um, but no, that's, that's great. I mean, that's a nice. little goodie bag that kind of had all the little sweet. fun stuff for you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's tired. She can't lift things. Was he good when it came to, Paisley. hey, for let's, sure. let's get uh, dinner, um, get something to drink? Were you there for all those sorts of things? I did the best that I could. I mean, of course... When you're there, um, picking up Paisley, of course, or picking up anything heavy. Um, if I saw her picking stuff up, I'd yeah. say, hey, put it down. Remember, I always tell people no heavy lifting more than about 15 pounds. I Paisley's. was a rebel. I, yeah. Paisley, Paisley weighed about 18 pounds at the time. Yeah. But I did I did really good. So I would squat all the way to the ground and I would bring her close and then I would stand back up. And I'm like, I'm kind of cheating it. But I'm, yeah. I mean. But you felt that. I, mm-hmm. No, I was, I was fine. Yeah. 
And, and, and the whole reason for that is normally we place implants below the pectoralis major mm-hmm. muscles. So when you flex it, you can push the implant down or to the side before you get a true capsule forming. So that's the reason for no heavy lifting for six weeks. Yeah, I recommend people don't do that because you can get a capsule contracture a lot more than if you don't do that. And I didn't know that. Yeah. And I definitely say the first time that she was sore from yeah. doing too much lifting. Yeah. You know, that was like the eureka moment for her to say, okay, I'm, I'm stopping. Yeah. I'm going to stop lifting heavy. But she was definitely sore. Yeah. Yeah. How long were you sore for? Two days. Uh, Two days? <laughs> what sort of crazy... How is it taking care of me, Dr. Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you guys are just the same. You guys have a really good pain tolerance. No. And so... I stopped taking my no, pain you did fine. day too. It no. wasn't like you. I mean, some people tell me, and Alex, I don't know if this happened. I mean, they cannot reach behind to wipe their booty because it hurts so much. But I never felt like that was an issue for no. Dr. Wen. You didn't have to yeah, do that for April. So I know when someone's in a lot of pain, when they say, yeah, my husband had to wipe my butt crack because I couldn't mm-hmm. reach back there because it really hurts. So I think you guys just do really good with pain. But not everybody's like you all. No, I think I was taking stronger pain medication for like... I went back to work. I was operating the next week. I could feel it for sure. Yeah, I bet operating because I I had mine on a Wednesday and then I came back to work that Monday and I was yeah. I was fine. Mm-hmm. But I was a de- it was a desk day, right? So I was sitting yeah. there and yeah. I'm like, the weirdest thing for me was my arm placement because having no boobs, my yeah. arm placement. I'm so I'm, I'm used to my arms being very narrow yeah. and in. So like when I'm even driving my car, I'm like, oh, my arms need to be like up and out here so I don't touch my boobies. But you know who have uh, a lot of pain are hairdressers because they oh, tend sure. to, you know, arms. it's not that they, uh, they have to have their arms like that. So it's this static contraction here. Uh, even though they're lifting up scissors, which you think is really light then, but just the, the constant uh, lifting hurts them a lot. So uh, hairdressers usually have a lot of problems because, you know, what you do in the operating mm-hmm. room, you can sort of rest a little bit, mm-hmm. right? But if your hands are up like this, like you're cutting hair, they have a lot of issues. But um, yeah, retracting so was you, hard for me. You guys did great. I mean, I wouldn't say there was any major issues, and um, I didn't feel like you know, Doctor Wynn, It didn't sound like April was really hard on you or me. No. You know, I feel it was pretty easy. So I have a question for you. So, you know, April comes to you and she goes, yeah, you know, I've been kind of watching some of these booties. I want a bigger booty and uh, a little fat put there. What What's your thoughts there? Mm, to be honest, it'd be for me, it's, um, I think I would be. Be honest. Oh, that's a good be one. honest. It's a good one. <laughs> I don't want to be hypocritical about, you know, the, I want her to be happy ultimately, but at the same time, I would encourage her to do more exercising because I, you know, we, we are together all the time, obviously. Right. So I, right. I'd like to see her, you know, I, I feel like maybe she can achieve something that way. And then if she still wasn't happy, then possibly moving to that. Right. But I, I'd, but what if she wanted like a Kim K booty? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, That'd be a hard one note. question is, um, you know, she may be able to do that, maybe not, but is that what you would like? I mean, be honest. When no, you honestly, say like no. When you look at her now, because she's thin like Dr. Rejuvenation, where they don't have like a voluptuous no bottom. Um, but you obviously, you know, this is how she was even before. It's not like she's changed a whole bunch. Same as Dr. Rejuvenation. I've um, lost booty. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll be the first to tell what, you. He'll be like, mm. are, are you, you know, it's probably something you never envisioned for her to have because she never had it to, to really begin with, right? No. And to be honest, I think, you know, everyone's got their own taste. And I right. think my taste is more of a slim yeah, you know, athletic, girl. athletic. Yeah. And I would tell you that, um, you know, I'm, I would never say that 
you know, my ideal is like a Kim K. And actually, it's kind of funny, right? We always get people who go, I want a big booty, but I don't want it to look like Kim K or Nicki Minaj. They always kind right. of always preface it by don't go too big. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm more of a proportions person. You know, if that proportion looks good, someone like, you know, April Dr. Rejuvenation, they're already very thin. It doesn't take much for them to look already very proportional or bigger. So, um, you know, a Kim K, Nicki Minaj would look weird. It looks dumb right. Like that, awful. right but um so if april is saying that she's really pushing it um does it ultimately go back to okay whatever makes you happy or would you kind of put your foot in the sand and say you know no i think really you're fine i'd rather you work out um and then april you can tell me you what your be, thoughts you better are. be honest no, I, we've had this conversation no, really, oh, to really? be honest We've had this conversation in our kitchen last night. You'll have to watch. Like I said, I don't want to be hypocritical, but when it comes to that, I just, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. I get it. So like a JLo bottom isn't your ideal. You're like uh, Jessica Biel. So she hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So she hasn't pushed for it, but I think, you know, if it, I think the situation would change eventually if it came down to it and she's like, Alex, I really, really want Mm -hmm. this. I, yes, I would stand my ground and say, Hey, let's try to achieve what you're wanting through exercise. And then, from there on, you know, if that's not the look you're looking for, right. then let's bring Give something else up. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I think... Um, so Dr. Dallas, I want a J-Lo butt. Yeah. No, you can't have one. <laughs> that's just joking. Well, you know, Understood. one is just the, the physical limitations, you know. You don't have enough. You know, you you're one of those patients. <laughs> you'd be one of those patients where, like, I'm not going to charge you money to do, um, you know, fat transfer to your bottom because you don't have enough fat to take from. Well, what if I did have enough fat? If you did have enough fat, well, then it kind of depends on what are you looking. You want a J-Lo butt. But then I would probably be along Alex and say, you know what? I Go work out? No, no, no. You know, that's a whole different set of story. But I think that if you want a J-Lo one, I would say, you know what? I like the way you look now. And if you want a little bit more, I think we could do that. But I'm not going to put in enough fat. Right off the bat. But I think I would because I understand the whole idea of you know, Alex thinks working out, doing that stuff, I think to a certain degree. Yes. But remember, the muscle on some people just cannot get that big mm. to provide projection. And Which if you did, bit. if you did, it's an extraordinary amount of working out that is unsustainable. Right. And I, and I definitely understand that. Um, so to do squats to get your butt to look really big, I think you could probably do it. But man, that would be super intense. And you have, you know, you're married mm-hmm. with kids, you know, Paisley. Uh, that is really hard. And so I think that expectation of getting that sort of booty would be a little bit harder when, let's say you have a little bit on your waistline that you can take to make a small change. It would be a small, it wouldn't be yeah. anything big. Um, to me, in in your sort of circumstances, might make sense because um, it's like the uh, person who says, oh, well, I know I got a lot of loose skin here and I want a six pack. I've had children, so I just need to work out a little bit more. It's really yeah. hard to affect change to that degree unless you remove the skin. You know, you can't show off a tight tummy unless you have it removed. You can build all the muscle you want. It's not going to overcome the stretch marks in your lower tummy after driving skin. And for a booty, um, yeah, maybe, but mm-hmm. it's sometimes a little bit hard to get that and be unreasonable to make a big booty like that by working out. I mean, CrossFit and all that stuff. I mean, he, but we were, we've been together since we were really young. So he saw me in my prime when I was like in athletics. I'm I'm doing squats. I'm squatting double my weight. Right. My ass was never that big. Never. Yeah. But it looked good. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. honey. <laughs> and that was the athletic, you know, type of look. Right. And so maybe, you know, now that you've had children, you don't have that athletic as much because you're not mm-hmm. running, you're not doing that. So it's correct. actually using fat to replace what a really hard workout would do. And not so much to make of this big, big round booty, but just almost to simulate a muscle, you know, is right. kind of what we're thinking is what I would think if we were to ever do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. I don't want ever want that. I want, I still want my hip dips. Like I like the athletic yeah, look where I just right. want a little bit of projection to fill out my pants. <laughs> Good. And, and that's, you know, just for a guy too, right? You know, when I, when I do a guy BBL, they, to look very masculine, they need that like musculature on the side. It's supposed to dip in that hip dip. And so when we add fat, we add it very specifically to the upper part of the bottom to show that there's musculature. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I agree with you. I think there's a certain amount of, you know, if April let herself go and she was like 40 pounds overweight, mm-hmm. definitely. You know what? If you want to see a change, maybe you should, you know, maybe not eat a dozen tortillas in queso from Taco from Cabana. Taco Cabana. <laughs> but, Cabana, if you're listening, I would love to be on a commercial and eat all of that for yeah, you. I would love to be a sponsor for Taco <laughs> I Cabana. I would love to be a sponsor. And I'd be the guy just shoveling in my mouth after, oh. you know, night of drinking. So, but yeah, I, I, I totally, you know, agree that there's something that working out can do. But man, Dr. Rejuvenation and April... You guys are almost like at your ideal. I don't know. Do you think there's a certain amount of weight that you can lose? In order to gain a bigger butt? No, no, no. no. Let's just say to, I yes, don't know, give yourself. Yes, by far I can lose weight. I'm okay. not, yes. <laughs> I'd just love to have more time to be like fit and tone and like bike for eight miles. Maybe not bike for eight miles like Alex, but you know. <laughs> It'd be great to be well, able to her, her biceps flexing. Yeah. yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> flexing I wish. And then uh, for the guys out there, Alex, how do we maintain, you know, we have kids. How do we, you know, exercise, you know? Because I, I can't do, I go to the gym and creatine thing anymore. So what's like, what's your advice on, you know, keeping in shape for a guy? Just finding that time to yeah. put to yourself, whether it's 30 minutes or an hour, just Whether it's it. in the garage yeah. or on the bike. yeah. And so yours right now is what more bike riding than anything. Yes, right. Mountain so, biking. Mountain biking. Yeah. It's, so tell them what you do. You wake up at what time? It. I mean, it, it just depends where we go. If I there's trails all around the Dallas Fort Worth area, but so I wake up at five thirty six a.m. Head out there and it's a two to three hour bike ride and then head back. So he gets home He's around eleven so thirty yeah. noon. Is there a pill I can take to uh, <laughs> to get a six pack or anything? <gasps> No matter. I think what I need is a so good, good. Uh, good. You need to come by, pick up Doctor Dallas on your way, and then yeah, there you go. I need a good tapeworm. Hey, you you know, I need a good tapeworm <laughs> to lose lose some weight. So, well, um, I think that's everything that we wanted to cover. I wanted to say thank you to uh, Alex, a very brave of Yay, you uh, Alex, to come on here. Um, you know, we definitely want to hear you. It's always good to hear a guy's perspective, sure. you know, on stuff. And, right. um, you know, I don't think any guy should ever be shy about how mm-hmm. they feel about surgery, especially on their significant other, because I think it's very, um, it's real to say, you know, I don't think you need that or, um, but ultimately, Hey, this is what you want because basically what you're showing is empathy. You understand and you're putting yourself in her shoes that this is why she wants it. And you have to, I don't think you can just, yeah. I don't think you can just say right. absolutely no without trying to understand yeah. what they're wanting. Yep. Yeah. And that's part like of that, being a good husband yeah. in, in a relationship that works, right? I mean, right. this wouldn't work if there wasn't a little bit of, I see your perspective. I put myself in your shoes, vice versa. April seeing your perspective. So all those things make sense. And that's why, you know, 
you guys have been together for as long as you have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody goes through ups and downs, ups and downs. But uh, I think that's just showing a piece of, you know, what makes it work. You know, you can put yourself in their shoes and say, hey, I, I get it. And uh, same thing for Dr. Rejuvenation. Although I just don't recall that information. <laughs> <when> you <laughs> Thanks, well, you did it. an excellent job on because my surgery. I really wanted Thank you, you to be. Like, <laughs> I was really thinking. Size. Double, triple D. It was and a big deliberation, too, in the operating room. He was yeah. like, this size or this size? This size or it's this nice size? We had y'all yeah. support, too. And I'm so, like, oh. again, thank you to Alex for coming and Yay. joining us. Uh, uh, April, Thanks, again, thank April. you for joining us. Thank you, uh, and uh, Dr. Rejuvenation, thank you again. Until next and, time. And, um, you know, maybe we can set up, uh, maybe you can tell me next time and we'll upsize your implants. <laughs> To my the, bad implants? To the double uh, Ds that I right. really want. That oh, I was my keeping God. Behind. <laughs> but uh, thank you, guys. Lies. Until next time, um, this is a good one. So we'll see you guys on the next Dr. Dallas Unleashed. Woo-hoo! All right. <laughs>